Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Hey, hello everybody and welcome to uh, the actually the 31st, I think, episode of Modern Cowboy Podcast. Um, real excited uh, to have the guest on today, uh, Mo Hedrick. He's an actor, stuntman, saddle maker, and uh, all-around cowboy. Um, before we get to that, I just want to mention our sponsor today. Um, it's FSR Cattle Company. They're out of Weatherford, Texas. Uh, FSR Cattle Company is a premier producer of team roping and steer wrestling cattle. Uh, so whether you need uh, 50 head for a big event or a few hedges of practice around your house, FSR Cattle Company is a place to get your steers. They also have a really cool uh, rope horse program for um, and have rope horses for sale. And you can check them out at www.fsrcattlecompany.com or on Instagram and Facebook at FSR Cattle Company. So, um, like I said, today I've got Mo Hedrick on, uh, on the podcast. Excited to talk to him, and uh, we'll just roll right into it and get going. Mo, uh, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Dan. I appreciate you bringing me on. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy you agreed to come on. Um, I actually... Uh, kind of you know i've never met you in person but found out about you and was introduced to you by a good friend of ours mutual friend mitch siegel the uh the owner of fsr cattle company and um that that's the man with the, the steers for sure that's where we get ours yep, abso- yep absolutely and uh and he's also the man that owns a uh his own western town and is the sheriff which is uh amazing <laughs> that is yeah <laughs> And so, yeah, uh, he, he's got a wonderful place out there. It's uh, it's uh, very historical looking, and uh, he did a great job on it. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So, Mo, give tell us about you. You know, um, you I you know you you told me that you're a sixth generation Texan, which is just I mean that goes way way back. So, just uh, give us a history on you and and uh, you know how how you got started and and all the lines of work you got. Um, you're in and have been in over the years gosh i don't know if we have enough time uh, <laughs> i've done a lot um i've been real fortunate uh, i grew up a cowboy and um i grew up in east texas uh, i learned all my cowboy trade from the time i was little bitty on up uh, about horses and cattle and had to train horses shoe horses uh making repair saddles that kind of thing and the older i got the more uh history i became involved with history um, so I consider myself kind of a Texas historian now, uh, and now I make movies. Yeah, very cool. I, I've, I've seen that. And, and what's the name of your, your movie company? It's called Yellow Rose Films. Yellow Rose Films. And I, I know that you've, you've shot some, some films there at, uh, at, uh, FSR Cattle Company, Mitch's Place. Uh, tell us about that. Well, we sure did. Um. I had met uh, Mitch oh, many years ago, and we were buying all of our roping cattle from him. And um, I, as I progressed coming over there, I noticed him more and more of his buildings coming up. And pretty soon he had an entire town there. <laughs> um, 
And mostly what I do is Westerns and family time films. Uh, so uh, I asked him one day about filming over there and he just was tickled to death to do it. And we went out there and we had a great time. Uh, it couldn't have been a better uh, host at all. Uh, they were, they were great. And uh, so I, I've been in the movie business since 1984 and I started out as a stuntman. Well, my first movie, I was a Wrangler. I furnished horses for it. Mm-hmm. A TV movie called All American Cowboy. Okay. And after that, I joined the Stunt Association, and I've been in 120 uh, films projects. That's uh, movies, TVs, commercials, etc. cetera. Uh, mostly in a five-state area, Arizona, New Mexico, Louisiana, Oklahoma, and Texas. And uh, I knew that after a certain amount of time, I wouldn't be able to do the stunts. Uh, you know, it's kind of like playing football. You can only play football for so long, then you got to do something else. <laughs> right. Uh, your your body just doesn't hold up to it. And there's always a 20-year-old knocking on the back door won't do the same thing you're doing. Right. So I I started watching behind the camera to uh, a lot of the guys back there doing the, the, the camera work, the director, uh, all the people behind the, you know, behind the camera. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, I can do that. <laughs> so... <laughs> I got in with some more guys and we kind of got together and, and we started making these movies. And, uh, actually our last two projects, we had, uh, uh, one called heading for Mexico we had two awards, uh, black totem had four awards and we're working on one now called moon crossing shot probably about 50% of it there at, uh, the FSR cattle company. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I saw that on, uh, on social media. Um, how, how long till that, that film will be released? Uh, we should have that ready by October 1st. Uh, if folks would like to contact about those movies, uh, they can go on Facebook at Yellow Rose Films, and we have some stuff on there. Awesome. Yellow Rose we, Films. Uh, we have the, uh, the videos, which are well, DVDs uh-huh. uh, for sale, and also the posters for sale. And they're, uh, they're all available there through, through Facebook. Yeah. And so did you have other friends, friends in the film industry when you got into it or did you, did you happen to just get into it through, you know, being a cowboy and, and knowing horses and, and being a wrangler? <laughs> I didn't know a soul. I was just a cowboy. And, uh, uh, actually a friend of mine told me that they were filming a movie over there in McKinney, Texas, and that they were looking for some horses and he knew I was training horses. And uh, so he put me in touch with them. Uh, but as far as anybody on the movie said, I knew nobody, uh, I ended up bringing nine horses, saddle horses for them. And, uh, uh, I met some really big time, big name stars, uh, Clint Walker, Leo Gordon, Ken Curtis, Buck Taylor, uh, gosh, Robert Fuller, just a ton of the big, big names. Yeah. And, uh, just had a great time. Just had a great time. Yeah. So then I decided, Hey, I think I can do the stunts. I watched the guys do it. And uh, that's how I got in the Stunt Association. I joined, and uh, it just kind of snowballed from there. Yeah, that's great. Now, speaking of stunts, I mean, you know, like you say, you can only do them so long. Do you ever have any uh, bad injuries doing them or uh, any crazy wrecks? Well, I'm not <laughs> there was always a lot of wrecks, especially <laughs> when you're uh, uh, doing fight scenes with actors. Right. Or uh, horse stunts. I, that's mainly what I was doing with horse stunts, driving wagons, stagecoaches, uh, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's always going to be accidents, no matter how much you chor- uh, choreograph it and everything. It's still 
uh, there's going to be there's going to be problems. Uh, you know, broken bone here and there, and the bruises and things. You're going to get those. Yeah. Even whether you're doing stunts or not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, I've had I've had a good time. Yeah. That's great. Do you have a particular uh, film that you worked on that that you liked the best, or? I don't have a particular one. Uh, I did en- I did enjoy uh, working on Walker Texas Ranger. Oh, you were on that. Uh, okay. I did ten episodes of Walker Texas Ranger. Uh, everything from a bad guy to a wagon driver to uh, a kind of a ruffian in the bar drinking. Uh-huh. Uh, just, but it was just a great time. Uh, the crew and cast were all just really nice folks, and uh, and I really enjoyed working with them. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a great show. As a matter of fact, uh, I did a podcast the other day with a, a gal, and I asked her what her favorite Western was, and she goes, she said Walker, Texas Ranger. She used to watch it with her, oh. with her grandfather all the time. And oh, I love I love oh, that. how great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, can't beat Chuck mm. Norris, man. That's awesome. No, no, yeah. no. So, so you, uh, your family has been in Texas for six generations, though, huh? Correct, correct, yeah. Man. They were when they came to Texas. Uh, they came in through from Missouri, Mississippi, into Texas. But they came into the north part of Texas, uh-huh. and they gradually worked their way down uh, to the southern part. Uh, when they first came to Texas, uh, they were like tobacco farmers. Uh-huh. Uh, they all had cattle, but uh, they raised tobacco. And uh, but when they got into Texas, they went almost exclusively with cattle, and. Uh, then they just they sort of migrated further down East Texas to the coast. Uh huh. Is there any any uh, any old homestead left or anything from the early days? No, it, it's all gone now. There's yeah. not there's not a lot of uh, uh really there's not a lot of big ranches in East Texas anymore. Yeah, it's uh, everything's divided up and and that kind of thing. Uh, I still have a lot of kin folks over there that they team rope and and uh, some of them bulldogs, some calf rope. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're still involved with rodeos, but uh, the actual cattle work and everything, there's just not a lot of it over there. Yeah. Uh, I, made, I migrated away from that area uh, in the 1970s uh-huh. and uh, started moving up, uh, working on ranches in, in West Texas and South Texas. And then I ended up here in Fort Worth. Uh, I'm actually about 30 miles west of Fort Worth in, in a place called Weatherford, Texas. Yeah. And I've been here probably 20 years or so. Um, so. Yeah, that's great. So now, um, Mo, you also um, are a saddle maker. Correct. And how, how long have you been doing? Have you been doing that? Uh, I made my first saddle in '72, but. Um, uh, I didn't really get into the heavy saddle making probably to the mid eighties. Um, was that first it was saddle? kind of one of those deals you get into that it's like, um, uh, you know, growing up with horses, you always have something breaking. Right. So you fix it. And then your neighbor finds out about you and they say, Oh, can you fix mine? Right. And then their neighbor's neighbor, you know, can you fix mine? And pretty soon you you kind of snowball that direction. Oh, that's, yeah. Was that first saddle you made for yourself? It was for myself. Yeah. 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 And that's... it was horrible. <laughs> 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 but uh, it got better. It got better. And uh, in the 1990s, 
I started uh, looking more and more into Texas history and the history of saddles and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I began making period saddles, which are 1820 to about 1920. Okay. And that's what I specialize in. And I do a lot of saddles for movies and things like that. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So. Very cool. And, and how long how long does it take uh, you to make a, a saddle? I mean, I know it's going to vary depending on the intricacy mm. of tooling, but. I'd say in general about 40 hours. It's about 40 hours, huh? Yeah. But now you, it's hard to make one in a week because you've got to wet it, shape it, let it dry, reshape it, you know, things like that. So. Right. But I would say overall about 40 hours. So is is most of the work you do now your your saddle shop and stuff or and and the films together or Well, they're all separate but yet they're all together. Yeah. Right. Um actually I work full time for the uh Weatherford College. Oh, you do. Uh I'm the barn manager. I take care of all the cattle and the horses for them. Oh, okay. And then on the side I do I uh, have my saddle shop and then making the movies is more like my hobby. Okay. I make one a year and, uh, it, it, I don't have a boat. I don't go hunting, mm -hmm. but I'm a, I'm a gun man. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm fairly, um, uh, useful around guns. Right. Uh, but, um, uh, that's just kind of my, my hobby. Yeah. So once a year I, I make a movie. <laughs> that's very, very cool. So I, I'm, I'm assuming that you're probably pretty much into a lot of, uh, uh, period firearms too. The the what I'm sorry the the, the, the like the old west firearms you're you're probably uh, right most, mostly the old west the yeah. six shooters and uh, the single shot rifles and things like that Winchesters some of those yeah uh, so yeah but I do a lot of I do a lot of the uh, weapons for for my movies uh -huh. and I do a lot of the special effects uh, so um, I kind of keep everything in house and that makes it a lot easier. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, now, and how long are, are the movies that you make? Are they are they full length feature films or are they short films? Or well, it depends. Now, the last uh, full length movie I did was in 2015, mm -hmm. and I won a couple of awards for that. That was heading for Mexico. Uh, since then, I've made some shorts, which are they can be anywhere from 10 minutes to 45 minutes, but mine average around 30 minutes. Okay. And uh, they're just good, clean westerns that you, the whole family can sit down and watch and have a good time. Yeah, that's great. And and how long have you been with the, with the college there? Uh, I've been with the college fourteen years. So. And so you you basically oversee all the livestock. All the livestock, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very very cool. You know, it's 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 interesting. A lot of people don't don't think of it. You know, in a lot of areas. Uh, because not every college has a rodeo program, but uh, correct, correct. You know, yeah. in the areas it, we have an outstanding rodeo, we have an outstanding rodeo bunch. We sure it, do. Yeah, that's that, that's great. How 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 many? Yeah. Uh, what do they have in terms of livestock there? How how many head of you know horses and cattle and whatever? Well, uh, we don't have a lot of horses right now, but uh, in far as cattle, we've probably got oh, I'm gonna say fifty head, forty five, oh. fifty head. Uh huh. And uh, most of it's on the weight gain thing. They they keep records on them. And then, of course, we're on the rodeo side. We keep about 30 head of roping steers all the time. Right. And uh, so that's strictly for the use over there. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Very cool. Um, now, did, is your, uh, you know, position there, are, are you, um, what, what, what is your position? I mean, did you go to school for that or is it just basically based on your experience with livestock and animals and ranching and cowboying? No, it was just from my experience of, of being around horse and cattle all my life. Yeah. Um, I do some minor veterinary stuff from, you know, for here. I don't, I'm not a veterinarian by any chance. Right. But, uh, uh, I do some minor stuff. One gets cut or something, you know, we can kind of take care of ourselves. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, being around horse and cattle all my life, it, it, uh, it makes it easy to step into a job like this that is, is about cattle and horses. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, did you ever like, uh, rodeo professionally at all or was most of your, um... not professionally. Um, uh, I did do some clowning back when I was younger, uh-huh. uh, back in the late sixties, early seventies. Uh, I did some rodeo clowning, but, uh, uh, not professionally. It was all little independent rodeos and stuff. Right. Uh, but uh, I did rope some. Uh, but um, my brother was, was big in the rodeo. And so I think I went because he was going, you know, uh, at the camaraderie between you and your brother, you know. Right. Exactly. But uh, and, and I go to a lot more rodeos now because of the college, you know. Right. Uh, but... Um, uh, I enjoy rodeos, both the ranch rodeos and the regular rodeos. And uh, I just like the, the Western way of life. You know, I grew up, you know, in a cowboy family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had we were more like a self-sufficient kind of place. We had uh, chickens and we had uh, hogs and we had cattle. And, you know, we just had a, uh, just a, you know, big garden and just country folks, you know, kind of thing. Right. But, uh, uh it was a good way to grow up. It really was. And, and we watched on TV, there was Westerns. Everything was Western. Yeah. And you just kind of get in your blood. And, uh, uh, I tried to get away from it a couple of times, do some other kind of work and things, but I always just fell back into being a cowboy. And, uh, I guess that's my destiny. It's funny you say that because, you know, I was raised on, on, on Westerns too, you know, and, uh, and everything from you know Roy Rogers to you know uh, oh, I mean, Lone Ranger yeah. Bonanza all of them and uh, it's just uh, I, I think it's the way I, I I am the way I am today you know and I still love it and I'm, I was like you I, you know sometimes I try to you know get lost in life or I try to figure out I'm going to go do this but you know, that's one of the reasons I started the mm-hmm. podcast because I I just rather talk about cowboy stuff for the rest of my life you know <laughs> there you go yeah I agree with you I agree with you yeah yeah well you know and and really cowboying is not no much much Everybody says, oh, well, he's got a hat. He must be a cowboy. But that's not true. Cowboy is what's in your heart. Right. And if you've got a cowboy in your heart, it don't matter if you're wearing a fedora or a cap or you're wearing tennis shoes. It don't yep. make any difference. Uh, it's something that's in your heart. Yeah. I agree with you. I think, I think that's, I think you just said that perfectly, you know, um, and that's, it's, that's one of the reasons I started this podcast too, is, you know, there's a lot of, of people that, you know, they see a cowboy image or whatever and, you know, they're, maybe they're not a cowboy like me. I wasn't raised on a ranch, you know, but uh, you, you just mm-hmm. love it because like you say, it is in your heart. And sometimes you don't even know why, yeah. but, uh, you know, it's just uh, <laughs> you're just drawn to it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, sometimes we'll, uh, we'll hear about another Western that's going to be on TV or in the movies or something. And sometimes we go to them and we're kind of disappointed because they've kind of taken away 
the the real tradition of a western that's the good guys against the bad guys mm-hmm. and the good guys always win right and right. it seems like a lot of the westerns being filmed it's like the good guy is also the bad guy and you're not sure who's going to win you know it's just uh, <laughs> right, right. It, it, it's not any values like it was when we were kids right right yeah you know it's a, like i think of uh you know john wayne and the cowboys or you think of even Gunsmoke or any of them you know there was there was always a good you know moral to the story and and uh yeah uh, yeah you know and that's that's uh that's what i was raised on i think all those yeah i think i think all those years that we watched those things we didn't realize it but they were teaching us values and, and strong family morals and and we didn't really realize it but we were getting taught while we were watching them yeah. And I, that's, I, I told my wife too, I said, that's why I always, I've always had a pistol with me because in, in the Calvin movies, you all, you had to defend your family, defend yourself, you know, and it's not like it's a, mm-hmm. a vigilante thing. It's just like, you know, you got my pistol with me, you yeah. know? And yeah, <laughs> I, I think I learned that through there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's, so. that's, that's great. So, so you, you, you're finishing up this, this film, uh, um, right now that's going to be out possibly by October and then you plan the films right. ahead of time or what, what, uh, do you, you know, write the scripts yourself? Well, I write all the scripts myself mm-hmm. and I direct them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes I have a part in them. Sometimes I don't, this one I do. Um, this is called moon crossing. And if you look on Facebook under moon crossing, you'll see some pictures and things. Okay. Um, it's going to be roughly 30, 35 minute movie. Uh-huh. Uh, we have a poster being made up right now and we, we make all of our posters 20 by 30, like a marquee posters. Gotcha. And, uh, uh, we have the, we'll have those available. Um, but like I say, over 50% of it was shot at the FSR cattle company. Right. And, um, um, I can't tell you how much it adds to the authenticity of those films. Yeah. It's just a wonderful set. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so cool, so cool. So um, now, do you do you go out? Do you go out to Hollywood and do it much? Uh, well, you're not doing stunts now, but do you doing any other uh, any other wrangling for any other films? Or no, not out there. You know, I, w- I went out there and I looked around, and it, um, there was a stunt man on every corner. Uh huh. And uh, and they were all looking for work. You know. Right. Right. And I came I came back home to Texas. And there was work everywhere. Right. And I thought, hmm, I think I'll stay in Texas. Yeah. So then I started doing a five-state area. And I went to Arizona. I did an episode of Young Riders. Oh, yeah. Uh, but most of my stuff has been like in New Mexico, around Santa Fe and, and that area. Uh-huh. Uh, Louisiana, I did some modern-day stuff in Louisiana. Uh, Oklahoma, I've done a lot of stuff in Oklahoma, up in the, the north, uh, I guess the northeast corner of Oklahoma. They have a western town up there. And, um, and of course here in Texas, I've been all over Texas, but, uh, I went to, you know, down at Brackettville, which is Alamo village. That's a big, that was a big one. Um, so it's just been, uh, it's been a ride. Yeah. That's, that's so awesome. Now, along with your saddle making, do you, do you make uh, other leather products too? Oh yeah. Uh, I do the, just about everything goes with the saddle, the saddle bags and the bridles and, breast collars and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I do some chaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, what's hot is uh, gun holsters and gun belts, mm-hmm. uh, wrist cuffs, uh, anything Old West is really big right now. 
Yeah. Uh, the leggings that go from the knee down to the boot, you know, those are real hot right now. Yeah. So a lot of the people send me pictures and say, can you make this? Right. Uh, or can you make this and change this? And that's the, that's the stuff I love getting because uh, it gives me a chance to expand my knowledge and, and try to figure out how I can do it a little different, but make it good, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so o- over the years, do you have uh, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite, you know, Western actor that you like? Oh gosh, <laughs> not really. You know, of course, John Wayne stands out with everybody. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when I look back in the old B westerns, Johnny uh-huh. Mac Brown was 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 fabulous. Um, uh, gosh. Um, and of course, I grew up with Roy Rogers, like you did. Yeah, that was always a big one. Yeah, uh, Clayton Moore, the Lone Ranger. I met him in '88 and '86. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. and uh, super nice guy. Um, I think Joel McCray is probably yeah, underrated yeah. more than any of the Western stars. Yeah, I, he was I, an excellent horseman, and uh, he just had a way about him. He just liked the guy. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I really enjoy his movies. Yeah, and, and and I remember Joel McCray from a lot of movies. I'm I'm trying to think. Now he he wasn't in Rawhide, was he? Or was he? No, no, no. 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 I mean, I know Clint was in there real young. I'm just trying to remember who that wagon master was, but that wasn't Joel McCray. Uh, no, that was uh, gosh, don't tip my tongue now. Um, I can't think right now. But, I can't uh, remember either. Yeah, uh, yeah. But he was a good horseman. He was he could ride a horse good. Yeah. And you can tell those guys on on TV or in the movies that the ones that can really ride a horse and some are just kind of riding along with everybody else. You right, know? right. Uh, but I'm more I'm more impressed with the guys because if they look like they know what they're doing on a horse, it sells that character. Yeah. Because in 1880, everybody rode a horse. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. I mean, or they had a wagon. But I mean, uh, so they they would have been around just like we are around our cars. They would have been that around their horses. Yeah. And uh, so if they look smooth and, and like they know what they're doing, I like seeing that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very cool. How about uh, hat brands? You got a favorite hat maker or hats that you wear? Or? Uh, I don't have a, a, a favorite brand. Uh, I've got about 20 hats probably, and, and they're different makers. Uh, Resist All and uh, American Hat Company is probably my two the two big ones, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. there's a lot of independent hat makers that make really good hats, but, uh, uh, most of mine are prop hats. And, uh, so I look more, uh, toward the, uh, money end of it than I do around the hat itself. Right. Because you can shape them to whatever shape you want, you know? Right. But, uh, on, on prop hats, they get, they get messed up a lot. They get right. rolled over and stepped on and all that stuff. So you right. don't want to spend, Three hundred dollars for a good hat to get somebody to step on with a horse, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and how 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 about the props and stuff? You know, because sometimes in movies you'll see uh, things where you know it 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 doesn't uh, fit with the uh, with the time period. Um, Correct. Are yeah. you you a stickler for that kind of stuff too? I'm real particular for that. Yeah, uh, we have our own prop house, so uh, we furnish all the props for our movies. Um, and everything is period correct. And we were real funny about being period correct. Uh, the saddles on the horses, uh, the bridles on the horses, uh, 
the clothes that the men and women wear. Right. Um, just and the guns and everything. It's just really we we keep an eye on all that. You bet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, may, it makes a big difference, you know, when you're watching the film, you know, and then you see somebody that's you know, oh, got, a, got an iPhone in their holster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were watching one the other night, and it was just a little independent thing, but uh, they went into a saloon to get a drink, and they were drinking out of mason jars. <laughs> and uh, that kind of threw us off right there, you know. But uh, uh, so you never know what you're going to see. You never no. know. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. So, um, what about uh, country music? You got any favorite country music artists or musicians you like? Oh, that, that's a good question because I, I like so many different kinds of music. I like George Strait, mm-hmm. and then I also like Sammy Kershaw, which is a Cajun music. Yeah. Um, and of course, being from Southeast Texas, you're right close to Louisiana and the and the Cajun country. Yeah. So you kind of grew up with some of that. Um, a lot of the mo- I'm not uh, real crazy about a lot of the modern music. Uh, I believe they've gone away from the country music. Yeah, I think they've gone a little bit too much, uh, maybe pop or something. I'm just not sure what it is. Um, but I'm the old school, and I like the old country music. Yeah, yeah something you, you can dance to, you know. You bet. You bet. Yeah, very cool. So what do you what do you got? Uh, um, plan for the rest of the year after you wrap your movie up? Well, we're going to some film festivals uh-huh. and uh, see if we can win some more awards. Uh, and then, uh, of course, as we speak, I'm writing a new script. So uh, that should be ready, you know, the first of the year. Uh, so we've always got something going in the movie business, always something. And how long does it take you to, you know, once you've once you've written the script, how long does it, does it take to you know uh, produce, film, edit, and do everything and get the film ready? Oh, roughly three months. Uh huh. Yeah. So that way it affords me to be able to do one every year. That way, right? The way we do it, right? And uh, uh, we have our own house in house uh, camera guy, and uh-huh. he also does editing. And, uh, so that, that saves us a lot right there. We can get all done right there in one place. Yeah. Um, and we have enough locations close by, um, like FSR cattle company. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we go out to the Wahoo ranch out at Witt, Texas. Uh-huh. Um, uh, they have a little Western town. Uh, so we've got some little Western towns around. We have a couple of old buildings here at my place. And also, I'm sitting on 300 acres, so I've got plenty of areas for oh, riding yeah. and yeah. up and down hills and that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, that's nice, really Thank nice. You. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it just uh, you're you're living the, you're living a lot of a lot of people's dreams. You know, a lot of people that you know w- would like to be cowboys or grew up wanting to be cowboys and. Yeah. You are a cowboy, been a cowboy all your life, and now you're making cowboy movie, movies, which, you know, we all yeah. love, which is, is just really, really cool, Mo. I just, I, I think that's it's, so. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, it, it's funny how your life goes sometimes. There's so many different forks in the road, and if you don't take the right one, you know, and, and like <laughs> yeah. I say, I kept going back to the cowboy fork, I guess you might say. Yeah. Um, and, and I was fortunate enough to, to be a cowboy, 
yeah. than to play a cowboy and still be a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> so I've yeah. so, uh, been real fortunate. Yeah, sure have. I've met a lot of nice people along the way, a lot of good friends. Yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't ask for more. Sure couldn't. Yeah, that's, God has blessed me. Yeah, and that, I don't mind telling anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So, so people people can follow you at um, on Facebook. They could check out the the new movie coming out, Moon Crossing, at Moon Crossing on Facebook. And then, correct. And then, uh, how about uh, you're on Facebook at at just Mo Hedrick, right? Correct. And, and Hedrick is is spelt how? So I don't H E A D R I C K Hedrick. Yep, Hedrick, and it's Mo M O E. Moe, yes. Yeah. Sir. Well, cool. Well, I'm going to be then, looking. Uh, then they go on Yellow Rose Films too. Okay. That's oh, that's the, right. Them, yeah. And Yellow Rose Films is that yellowrosefilms.com or is that Yellow Rose Films on Facebook? No, it's Yellow. It's Yellow Rose Films. It's okay. on Facebook. It's okay. It's on Facebook also. Okay, yeah. got you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Well, very cool. Well, hey, Mo, I really appreciate you, you know, taking the time, and and uh, I'm looking forward to to checking out your your new film you got coming out, and and uh, hopefully when we're down there in Texas, uh, meet you in person here one of these days too. Well, that'd be great, Dan. That'd be great. And listen, it's been an honor to be on your show. I really appreciate it, and uh, I hope things go your way. Yeah, well, hey, I appreciate it, Mo, and then uh, we'll definitely be in touch. And I w just thanks again for great. taking the time. You Thank you, buddy. You have a good one. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Every Friday afternoon, I hitch up the trailer. Saddle up old rock and ice down a cooler. I drive that old back road until it ends at the rope and pin. We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs $20,000 horses, then there's my own stick Although we're all the same The minute we ride in to the roping pen can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers And we'll tell a few lies Kick back in the saddle And philosophize Most of life's problems Yeah, we're gonna solve them Down at the roping pen Yeah, we don't do it for the money You were always broke Just ask Clint what he paid a rope Now he's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the roping pen And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack You can back it up Oh, but we're all friends no matter who wins, down at the roping pen. Well, I ain't no play of 
Someday I just might be We'll turn another pair of steers Tell a few more lies Drink another beer And hypothesize Most of life's problems By God we're gonna solve them Down at the roping pen We'll see y'all again Next weekend Down at the roping pen Down at the roping pen